Has your fuse box gone haywire? Is your water pressure too weak? Or maybe your boiler needs an upgrade? They don't last forever, you know. Well, the good news is that there's a local hero in Dublin for that. So if you're locked out on a Thursday and need a locksmith, take the hassle out of it with localheroes.ie. Our online service connects you with trusted tradespeople in your area and all work comes with a 12-month guarantee backed by Borgosh Energy. Try it out while listening to your podcast. You could get a quote in minutes at localheroes.ie. TNCs apply. Visit localheroes.ie for full details. Taking stock on News Talk. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. We're joined now by Lorraine Gray, Chief Operating Officer of Pursuit Marketing in Glasgow. Lorraine, you're very welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I think about five years ago, you guys went to a four-day working week. Why? Um, so back in 2016, we were actually experiencing some challenges within our own business in terms of um, attracting and retaining the best talent. And we knew we'd have to do something a wee bit different um, to differentiate ourselves um, from the competition. So we looked at the, the data of our top performing staff and we actually found those working flexibly or a reduced working hour pattern actually achieved the same if not more than those working a traditional uh, 40 hour week. So we ran a small pilot um, and with after huge success we rolled that out across the business in September 2016. So kind of interesting to hear it was it was part of a an effort to attract more talent alone not that that's illegitimate it's obviously it's a, it's a good reason for doing it but yeah. it wasn't sort of designed to to necessarily boost productivity in and of itself when you were talking about a four-day week I mean what kind of four-day week are we talking about for example does it become four 10-hour days rather than five eight-hour days in other words do you still keep the same amount of working hours so the, the purpose of our um, four-day week was to attract and retain the best talent and also provide our team with the best work-life balance so well-being has always been at the heart of absolutely everything we do so I think firstly it's important to say the four-day week for us was part of a, a wider uh, well-being program with a diverse range of initiatives going on um, those including for example um, extended lunch breaks to do fitness classes at the gym free breakfast, paid holidays, etc. Um, when we launched the four-day week, that was really building on the success we'd had in creating this culture that had really well-being at its heart um, and taking stock of what other companies were facing in terms of challenges across the UK was increases in um, sickness absence, mental health absence. And we knew that as a, a small business at that point in time, that's not something that we could um, afford if we were going to be the best choice for our clients. So for us, our four day week means effectively our team work Monday to Thursday instead of Monday to Friday. That's business hours. There was no reduction in salaries. We, we retained salary and benefits the same. So, so Lorraine, that means, so that's 32 hours a week now rather than yes. 40. Yes, that's correct. And no reduction in pay. No reduction in pay or benefits. In fact, we increased salaries just to reinforce that, that this wasn't a cost-cutting exercise. Um, and obviously, we assured everyone there was no compressed hours or changed their hours uh, Monday to Thursday. My goodness, so that sounds like a great deal if you're a member of staff. <laughs> fewer, fewer hours and more pay. I mean, what what, yes. what, what more could you ask for? 
but uh, you know, I can understand why businesses listening to that proposition would maybe get a little bit nervous. Yes. Let's talk a little bit more about what happened with, with productivity. Sure. Um, and our finance director was nervous too, uh, back at the time and doing this. But um, after our pilot, it was clear the productivity gains would outweigh any concerns or anxieties that the board would have. Um, so initially, unrolling it out, our productivity spiked by 37%. And that was taken into account the reduced working hours. Now, over the past five years, I've got the data to show that productivity is still up um, and it sits now about 29.2%. So over the five years, we're still getting a real sustained, tangible um, increase in productivity. And our sickness absence is practically zero, um, which is, is unheard of in, in the call centre industry. All right. Well, yes, that, that's obviously a plus if you deliver that. How do you measure productivity? Um, so for us, one of our mantras in our business is if it can't be measured, it can't be improved. So since um, conception with our business across all departments, everything's made, all decisions are made on data. Um, so no matter whether you work in the finance department, technical team, um, HR or you're a sales and marketing person, everyone is very clear on what success looks like for that role. So it's very outcomes driven and we have the data then to show what we would expect to achieve during their working hours. So it's it, there's um, technologies in place to measure performance against those outcomes. And can I just check, are you talking about productivity per hour worked or is it total productivity? Total productivity um, overall. So of course you're going to get points in the day where people are less productive. Um, we try to avoid that as much as we can. And if anybody looks at their own working day, there's always points where you could have a bit less chat at the water cooler, a bit less time um, on social media. Um, that will always happen and that's just human nature. Um, what we try to do to mitigate some of that is have key points of the day for social engagement. So it's not about coming in and working so hard Monday to Thursday that you lose that sense of community within the workplace. So, yeah. for example, the free breakfast in the morning gives people time to come in, grab a coffee and, and some breakfast and have a chat about the night before and what they were doing, as does the lunchtime fitness class. So it's 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 managing productivity and breaking it up into separate chunks um, to measure output on that basis. Yeah, well, uh, good to hear from your point of view that it's total productivity that's gone up because yes. obviously... If it's just productivity per hour, that's fine. Yeah. But if you're working yes. fewer hours than you were before, yeah, it, it, does, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily translate yeah. quite that's as well. Right. Why is productivity gone up then? What is it about this reduced time that makes people be more productive in your business? Well, I think when we spoke to the team at the outset that were piloting it and understanding what difference it would make to them, um, the people who are already working flexibly reduced hours actually were just quite honest and saying, Joe, that feeling of walking away earlier in the day or reduced days per week, they're so grateful of that. It feels like they've got borrowed time or paid time that is theirs and they value that so much um, that when they're in the office, they're so driven to make sure they achieve what they need to achieve. And when they clock off at 5pm or whatever they clock off, they've got the confidence that they can leave work behind and really enjoy that extra time and not be concerned about it. So their day-to-day -day work is just much more focused. There's also less distraction on basic things, like if you've got dental appointments or you need to take the kids somewhere or you need your boiler fixed and you're worried what would happen before if someone would book a full day for that or would call in sick for the day for that. Now, because they have that extra day every week, they can just get the mundane tasks done. Um, and when they are in work, then they're just entirely focused on what they need to achieve. How did the early breakfast go down? Because that one, that one's a bit controversial. I know of a few places doing it and yes. cynics will say, 
Sure, they're just trying to get you in a bit earlier so you can do a bit more work. No, not at all. You know, it's so well received and we get people who say, you know, they rush in on trains or buses that can be unreliable or they're dropping the kids at nursery or school and they wouldn't often get a chance for breakfast. And we know from research, if you have a nutritious breakfast, you are more likely to be productive and more successful in the morning. So it's not compulsory. You know, the breakfast bar, etc. was open in the morning. It was drop in. People could use it if they wanted to use it. But we had over 90% um, uptake in that. Obviously, with COVID, some people working from home, um, that was lost. We did have the odd coffee morning at home and, you know, sending out brunch boxes delivered, etc. So we could still have the experience online. Um, but we're all very much looking forward to to getting that back into the office. Must have nice breakfast if you're getting a 90% turnout. Um, <laughs> you must have encountered some teething problems with this. So not so, not as much as you would expect. You know, internally there was some scepticism. You know, was it a, a view towards having a reduced pay? So once that was confirmed, then you know those concerns quickly disappeared. From a client perspective, we were really fortunate that most of our clients really embraced it. Um, in fact, many of them are now adopting it or, or trialing it themselves. Um, our customers are, are the biggest technology companies in the world, so they always seem to you know, be more innovative when it came to working hours, whether it's working flexibly, home working, whatever that might be. So um, they were excited to actually monitor and see what difference it made. Um, and as I say, now our clients are either adopting it or, or trialing it themselves. Did you have to change your rostering though? Because obviously if everyone is working fewer hours, yes, maybe you need to change the times that people are in just to make sure that, that normal business hours are covered, if you get me. Uh, no, so for us, our office is, is effectively closed on a Friday, and that's our offices in um, Glasgow, uh, Malaga, and Istanbul. Um, and your, and your, client, your clients are happy with that? Clients are happy with that, so they know expectations set that, um, you know, by a Thursday, what needs to be achieved for them, and it will be back in again on Monday. And our clients like it because, because productivity has increased, they're getting what they need um, to achieve Monday to Thursday, if not more, and they've got a consistent, loyal a pool of resource they can call upon because they know that we retain our staff, that our staff are well looked after and it shows in the work that we do for them. Our guest here on News Talk is Lorraine Gray, Chief Operating Officer of Pursuit Marketing in Glasgow. There's a trial going on in Scotland, yes. if not now, it'll be starting shortly uh, yes. as to whether to, to, to bring this in sort of more widely, is that right? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, so I believe there's a, a £10 million pilot the Scottish Government uh, launched this week and that's really to encourage businesses to consider or to pilot a four-day week and, and potentially offset some of the financial risk in doing so. So that's certainly really exciting for us to see. You know, it was launched in the um, Scottish National Party manifesto. Um, we were delighted to be in contact at that time and we're always keen to share our experience and and how we've rolled it out in our business and, and um, the successes we've achieved. So we really look forward to, to watching that pilot develop and see how other companies respond to it. You mentioned the financial risks. What yeah. in particular are you talking about there? So I think a lot of it's down to perception. You know, for us, it was very clear cut that we knew if you're paying staff for hours that they're not working, you know, as a business, you need to look at the gains that will overcome or mitigate the risks of financial losses. And for us, because our productivity spiked, that was actually worked out in our favour. But for other companies, they may have concerns about taking that leap. So I think this pilot and the funding will give people the confidence and a bit of research into actually within their workplace, what a difference it could make and, and um, what success would look like for them in terms of, of outcomes. I think what would be interesting though is to look at the research to make sure it's not just 
um, nine to five office workers, you know, as as we are. I'm really interested to see how the pilot affects other sectors, you know, those that work in really long hours and, you know, thinking for striving towards an economy based on well-being, um, then we need to look at a four-day week across all sectors and not just the traditional nine to five. Yeah, now you've raised a couple of interesting issues there, which I, I, I'll get onto in a moment. But I, in general, is the idea here that it's looking at a, this same concept that you have, which is working hours go from 40 to 32, but there's no reduction in pay? Yes, that's correct. And what's the nature of the trial? How many companies are involved? Like wh what kind of evidence? I wonder, I'm just kind of speculating aloud here, but you know, <laughs> what kind of evidence does one need to say, actually, this is something that will work uh, at a wider scale? Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's been confirmed at this stage how many businesses are involved in that. I know it's they're at the early stages of, of I guess, shaping that £10 million uh, pilot. And that's why we'll certainly be following it closely to find out you know, what impact that has and whether it, it does result in a broader shift towards a shorter working week. You mentioned the question of whether it's going to work out in other industries. And I, I think yeah. that's a really interesting question because one of the big studies that's been done so far was in New Zealand. Uh, it was a company in Auckland, 240 staff, yeah. and they found productivity per hour went up 20%. So, you know, very high uh, and similar enough to, to the figures that you were telling me earlier but yeah. I mean intuitively one might say yeah this might work for some industries but but not for others. Yeah and I think that's why the pilots are so useful to actually support um, businesses and other industries and other sectors to actually look and see what is possible you know what is art of possible if we always throw up blockers to why it might not work we would never progress as a nation so it's about using these pilots to actually try what we would previously have thought is impossible and see what difference it can make um for us i think you know not all of our clients are nine to five um operational or traditional business hours and, and they're certainly having the success and I think for us, in terms of our continued business growth, is testament to that. So we trialled this back in, in 2016. We were a company with under £2 million turnover. In our last financial year, we were, we were close to £17 million turnover. So it's not just that our people are happy and more productive. As a business, we'll be able to grow, we'll be able to create more job opportunities, internationalise and, and diversify our own business. So it certainly does open up other opportunities. Maybe, though, to make it work, you need to be doing other things right as well. I mean, you're talking about the breakfast and that, and clearly you, yes. you're doing all these things to make sure that you're looking after your employee well-being. But yes. if it's a different company, maybe where some of these things aren't being done, this four-day week might be viewed with a bit more scepticism. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think it's it's all about culture. And as I say, from the very beginning, we've been, you know, a lot of companies call themselves people first. We truly are a people first business. Um, so everything we do is around making sure that our people are, are supported and motivated and nurtured and in return, they deliver really fantastic work for us. So say the extended lunch breaks um, for the gym classes, that means that people rather than having a paid shorter lunch break, it would be a one and a half hour paid lunch break and they go to a free fitness class as a group. But what our data shows is in the afternoon when they come back, the people who do the, the fitness classes are on average 24% more productive than the ones that don't because they come back in that afternoon refreshed and re-energised and, and ready to attack it like a new day. So it's just about thinking differently, um, working smarter instead of longer to get the successful outcomes. Maybe you should go to a uh, 24-hour week instead. <laughs> one step at a time, one step at a time. 
All right. Well, just before we go, then, just tell me a little bit more about what your your plans are for the future in this regard. I mean, you're you're happy enough with this. You, you don't seem to have any plans to adjust it, uh, or or maybe you do. Is there any kind of tweaks or recommendations you'd have for for other companies who might be thinking about going down this road? In terms of embracing, I think it's really important that everyone in the business from top to bottom is bought in and utilising the short working week. What we had initially was that the Fridays were optional. So, for example, if our sales team, who are fairly bonus driven, wanted to work on a Friday to earn more bonus, we felt we might be restricting their earnings by not allowing them to do that. So at first we tried it being optional, but then what you found is that because some people worked the Friday, expectations shifted that staff were worried if their peers were in that they should be in um, and it became about uh, presenteeism again so we had to then roll it out and say no it's it's not optional it's a compulsory four-day week for all and everyone gets the benefit of it um, for us in Glasgow is certainly a, you know our heritage our, our roots are in Glasgow we're creating another 200 jobs here which will be very much based in the same foundations um, we have 75 staff in Malaga which is growing to 200 just now as well and there the four-day week has been hugely impactful because in Spain in some areas they still work really long working hours per day with a traditional break for siesta midway through which is just not practical um, any longer so being able to give people in Spain that true work-life balance of no evenings no weekends and an extra Friday off means we really are attracting the best of talent um, which we need to grow our business. Pity to see the LCS to get the job. <laughs> Were, 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 but were people not were people not annoyed about that? Um, no, not at all. I think you know, everyone has 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 embraced it. We've not had any negativity at all. God, I kind of quite like the idea of a siesta myself. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to hold out hope for that being introduced. Okay, we leave it there. Lorraine Gray, Chief Operating Officer of Pursuit Marketing in Glasgow. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. Taking stock on News Talk. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. Has your fuse box gone haywire? Is your water pressure too weak? Or maybe your boiler needs an upgrade? They don't last forever, you know. Well, the good news is that there's a local hero in Dublin for that. So if you're locked out on a Thursday and need a locksmith, take the hassle out of it with localheroes.ie. Our online service connects you with trusted tradespeople in your area and all work comes with a 12-month guarantee backed by Borgosh Energy. Try it out while listening to your podcast. You could get a quote in minutes at localheroes.ie. TNCs apply. Visit localheroes.ie for full details. <laughs> 